morning and welcome to the Small Business Cheerleader podcast. I'm Nicola from NW Marketing, the Small Business Cheerleader, and I'm here today with Sarah from the Online Social Butterfly, a digital marketing expert located here in Perth. And we're going to talk today about Facebook groups and growing your Facebook group and getting that in, well, that much, much sought after engagement. How are you? And um, introduce yourself and let us all know all about um, how you came into the digital marketing space. Oh, look, thank you so much, Nicola. I'm so excited to be a guest on your podcast today. Um, as you mentioned, I am also um, a fellow Perth girl and um, my business has been going for 11 years now, which I have to be honest, feels unbelievable because half the time I still feel like I'm winging it. <laughs> um, and so I've my online social butterfly has always been focused on digital marketing. Uh, my background before I started my own company was in corporate marketing and communications and I worked that 15 plus years here in Perth, Sydney and in the UK. So that's all I've ever done. And I kind of got the sulk with corporate and quit my job in a flat, like a very big huff. And um, I do not advocate that. I just um, was like really late home one night, like 11 o'clock and the next morning I had to be in there for a 7 a.m. breakfast meeting. And I just went in and quit because I was like, I'm not doing this. My children were really little and um, I, I didn't know what I was going to do, but I just didn't want to be working long hours. So I've kind of, this is embarrassing. I kind of thought lots of people would want to employ me as a consultant, like a marketing consultant, because that's why I'd done a lot of consulting work in the UK and nobody did. <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> a little bit depressing. And it was just my husband had a fledgling IT company and one of his clients said, I wouldn't employ you to be a marketing consultant, but if you did digital marketing, I'd employ you to that. And I was like, hey, hey I can do that. Like I'd done that in my last job. Um, so I started out, I used to do people's Facebook page setups. It's that long ago and set up that like do social media management. And I did feel like I was selling yellow pages, if I'm honest. <laughs> Like it was a real hard sell. Yeah. So fast forward 11 years, I just focus now on coaching and training and that's what I do. So I help people learn how to use social media for their small business. I love that. I Very similar story um, to yours, mine as well. And it is, sometimes it feels like the hard sell. And I think we know that we have the value to give, but it's just um, finding others that at that point either, you know, are willing to part with their money or um, are seeing the value in it themselves. And I, I think um, the coaching realm and the learning realm is where a lot of people are sitting at the moment. Not yes. quite ready, are they, to have a fully-fledged marketing consultant in their business, but they're ready yeah. how to do more. And I think absolutely the knowledge that we have in those years of marketing can only, you know, help them in getting the confidence themselves. Absolutely. And, and I think that's why these podcast episodes are great. You've got an online Facebook community yourself, which is amazing with tips and and your own courses and things, because sometimes you just need that little bit of education to get you across the line. And, and I love that there's so much more of that now available. And definitely specifically today, what we're going to talk about is Facebook groups, because there is uh, a lot of them out there, but some are just nailing it and mm -hmm. some others are just ghosted by members. And I think we want to make sure that everyone is in the former rather than the latter. <laughs> We can possibly help that. So that's absolutely had about today because you've had heaps of experience and you've got a wonderfully engaged group. So I want to pick your brains and give that knowledge of um, how they can also help and build their groups or start one. So firstly, is there still value in a Facebook group? Because I know that a lot of people ask you this and I've heard this as well. It's a lot of noise out there. How do you find Facebook groups at the moment uh, in regards to are they worth starting one? 
I think absolutely they are because um, if we rely solely on like our business Facebook page to get traction and engagement, it has a tool and it serves a purpose in our business. But a Facebook group is a different kind of space for our audience. So what that actually means is that it's a private space. So that's the biggest difference from a page to a group is it's a private space. So not everyone can see that information. Like anyone can drop by your business Facebook page and read all of the content that you've created. But in a group, you have to be a member of that. And that for that therefore creates a more safe space for people to share a bit more honestly and for you to make people feel like they're part of your community and you can share and make them feel special so to me your facebook page puts you out into the world and tells people who you are and your group creates your community yeah. so big difference <laughs> yeah it's similar isn't it in a way to like your instagram feed gives some mm -hmm. information and things yeah. and your stories can help give personality and, and warm people up. Whereas Facebook, a group, as you say, is that that safe space to share. Because I know the networking groups I might be in at the moment, it's great if you're having struggles to share with like-minded business owners as opposed to putting it out in the world. Where, Absolutely. You, know, you, you might not want all your, you know, your dirty laundry, although it's not dirty, you know what I mean? <laughs> I do. Realm, you want it to be with people who understand where you're coming from. And, and I think a business group, if people are struggling with, especially their digital marketing, that's why your group is great they can share that without feeling like they're in a space or they're on their own there's other absolutely in that group who are probably waiting for someone to ask that same question absolutely group provides that dynamic i think and have you found that with your group Definitely. So I intentionally make my group. Um, so never, ever, just as a tip, ever make your group public. OK, um, you have two choices. It used to be three in years gone by, but now there's two. It's public and private. Um, you always want your group to be private because then if it's public, anyone can join and your group will become full of spam and porn and horrible stuff like that. So don't ever do that public. And if someone invites me to join a public group, I just decline because there's no value in that. There's no privacy and there's no um, management of content. So I'm likely to go in there, it's just me full of junk. So always make your group private and ensure that your members know that this is a space where you show up as the owner of that group or the admin of that group and that you are accessible to them. That's one of the most important aspects of it. So you can't just put a group out there and then just let it go like you have to be part of it and be active so that people know that if they want to ask a question they can ask it and i will get back to them as quickly as possible it'll be me that answers them yeah it's that direct access and i know a lot of people have facebook groups as part of uh, group coaching or courses as as a way to without having one-on-one -on -one direct coaching access having access should they be going through your uh, marketing, uh, you know, courses, programs, a way to just actually have somebody to ask a question about. And I think that value is also there when you're going through and learning things because you can have access without it having to be, you know, direct coaching, one-on-one -on -one access. You still can. Definitely. And what I found fantastic about groups is the group dynamic. You mm. have other people answering your questions or providing feedback that you might not have thought about as well. Mm. And those that's like the hidden bonus of a group and particularly pop-up groups for um, courses or group, co group coaching that are there for a limited period of time. Those pop-up groups are so powerful. Um, and when I run live live um, programs in my courses, those pop-up groups, the relationships that are formed are just, you can't even kind of tangibly quantify the value in that because people get to meet each other, they get to connect, they get to be really supportive and often help and give each other feedback, which I love. Um, I love 
those dynamics and you always I always kind of feel like whoever's meant to be there will show up in the in the space and um, I find that just adds this whole nother level to anything that you're teaching or training yeah and and it ends up in collaborations I've found mm. I've done many collaborations and also you know working with people down the track that people might think oh I remember we were in that thing together and she did that yeah. and I followed her for so long now I want to work with her as well so it's it's forming collaborations if you're in the same space or finding and helping supporting other business owners or whoever you're supporting in that group I, I love that it's just I know at the moment people are finding engagement is is it's down across the board. We all know that. And there's so many platforms to be across. But how do you uh, make sure that you've got engagement within your own group and you're enabling people to to show up uh, within your group to chat and talk and make it a vibrant space? Oh, such a good question. Um, I would talk engagement all day because that's like my thing. I love it. Um, but here's the thing about a Facebook group is that um, it, the, the algorithm, like the algorithm on Facebook specifically, and they've, uh, they've published this, Facebook have published this multiple times to say they prioritize content from groups over content from pages. So if you put content on your group, you have a higher probability of your audience seeing that than the people on your page. So already you're ahead of the curve, but we have to get people to stop passively scrolling like they're sucking a dummy and get them to take their finger off the scroll and actually take action. So the way in which we do that is we make it really easy for them to do that. And groups have a couple of tools that we don't have outside of groups that we can use. One of my favorite and simplest ones is polls. Okay. So polls many years ago used to exist on your Facebook page and they removed them, but they exist in groups. And these are an incredibly useful tool because you get someone to get, take their finger off the scroll and tap something, which is very easy, like low, um, low effort engagement. But from the algorithm's perspective, people interact with polls. So I always encourage polls as a really good engagement strategy. And just as a little secret, they are so good for market research. <laughs> so you can do some really clever market research. You could say, I'm, I'm about to, um, you know, run a live day class doing, I don't, help me out here, Nicola, what day class would you like to um, run? Doing Facebook ads. Okay. Yeah, I'd like to, Facebook ads. Yep, I'd like to run a full day class teaching Facebook ads. What would you like me to cover? And so you can put like your three choices. Don't put less than three because people, there's not enough. I put between three and five, but leave the poll open so people can add their own choices. And you say in your poll, here's what, I'd love to know what you'd like. And if there's something that's not listed, please add your choice. Again, the algorithm loves that. So you're going to get really good engagement on that. And what you people, you'll find is people will vote on your poll and then they'll put, this all sounds great. So they start commenting as well. And so that really drives that engagement. So polls, obviously you can't use them daily, but they're really, really good to drive engagement and to do a little bit of subtle market research at the same time. So I like those. Um, and the other type of content, which I think we shy away from, particularly if we're in a business to business space, is we think we have to always be like super professional, super serious and talking about everything about our business all the time. And there is such a space, if we do that, we get a connection with our audience, but not a nice complete connection, like they don't become our community. So you want to show up and put a little bit of your personality into it and kind of get them to share a bit more about them as well. So um, really simple posts, and these are, are such low effort on your part. Um, if you can keep it short so you can use a background, you know, the Facebook backgrounds, that will really help it pop in people's feeds ask a really easy question and let people respond and say using a gif or a reaction or an emoji or you know something really low that i can find on my phone 
tell me how you're feeling today or tell me what are you up to? So, you know, last week we had lots of long weekends and things and all sorts of things going on. You can ask people because lots of our audiences, if they're business owners work, we work all the time. So you could put something like, um, you know, coming up this Monday, it's a long weekend. What are you doing? Are you working? And people want to have a chat about that. And people are like, no, I'm definitely taking time off. No, I'm always working. And you kind of get this nice little engagement. It's somewhat to do with your business, but it doesn't have to be directly related. So that's where I think we make the mistake is we get all business. And remember, social media, lots of people are on there to have fun. Yeah, yeah. I love that because I know that I had a group I'm a part of and they do Friday memes. And it's pop a meme on Friday, um, you know, drop your memes below. And I know every Friday I look out for it. And mm. because I've found some fantastic memes that make me laugh on a Friday after a week and people put them in and it gets engagement and people like them and laugh and something simple like that, that just, you know, is coming or it's a special day where you do something in particular. Um, it just sometimes can just break up, as you say, that consistent business you know, let's, you know, worry about what we're struggling with challenge. It's like, let's break it up. Let's have some fun and show your personality. And you get yes. to for, you know, what the other members are like too. Yes. And Nicola, you've hit on a really good point about consistency. So you now know that on a Friday, people are going to put fun memes in there and you kind of like to look at that. So I sometimes think we think um, having themes and showing up and doing the same thing seems boring. But if you think about it from our audience's perspective, who are busy it's consistency. So they know on a Friday that this is what they can come into that group, see memes, it's fun, it gives them a little bit of light relief. So having theme days is also really, really good. You don't want to have them forever in a day. You can mix them up, but they definitely give you that consistency for your audience that they know that if they come in on a Friday, this is what I can expect. If I pop in on a Monday, this is what I can expect. And again, people like that. And it's from our perspective, it can seem boring because we're super engaged with all of our content, but our audience is less engaged with it. And so they they're kind of like oh I like this I always pop in and she always puts up a post idea for this and so they know to expect that yeah and that's exactly right and mm-hmm. uh, another one I do love is where they have specific days hashtag days so one is like share your brilliance and you mm. can put up whatever it is in the group that, that you're launching or you're offering as a way and people know to collect that content and they can go in and find maybe something they hadn't thought of that some, another member's doing about Definitely. member engagement that way. You know, what do you have going on? You know, what maybe does another member would benefit from and, and, and things of creating that community vibe. And again, on a day that you know it's going to happen, so you know when to look for it. Just sort of making sure that everyone gets something out of the group, isn't it? I think that is that the ultimate goal. Everyone's getting something, whatever it is they're looking for. Absolutely. And the something, like you say, can be finding other business owners, finding a community, creating those connections. And so you might not um, kind of put out to the world, my group is here for you to find other people. That is just a happy side effect, like, a you know, and so they're often in there, like you say, people would come into my group to get digital marketing tips, right? super boring Um, but they're often there because they meet other people they meet like-minded individuals they get to know other people and we all know how lonely running a business can be so having a community there is really really powerful and that is the um what's the word it's i think it's one of the biggest benefits of groups is creating that community it's your community for a start but they have collaborate collaborations and relationships with each other as well yeah, it takes on, they, it's literally bigger than you in the end. It Honestly, is. what I've found groups are literally bigger than the people that start them and the mm-hmm. relationships that then um, go offline or online but with various individuals in the group are really powerful. So it, it can be about doing um, that 
for your group providing that platform. And I think Absolutely. that that's the really important. Like you said, it's hard to put a cost on what that is, on, on what that value is, um, but it's really good to nurture. But what I, what I found the biggest pushback from people is, well, I've only got two members. You know, what am I going to do showing up on <clears throat> stuff when literally no one's going to engage, etc. Mm. And that's the pushback I see people come when they're starting groups. And, I mean, my my comeback on that is always consistency, show up, just show yep. up, show up. And there's, you know, you might be doing lives. I mean, I've done that when I've launched groups from the beginning and you're doing lives, showing up in the group, and there's one person in there. There might be mm. no people in there because it's a live and they <clears> might see it on the replay, but... Yeah. How do you get around people's mindset in starting groups when you're literally starting a group? Well, I always say to people, everybody started with zero. Okay, so whether I've got a group with 20,000, 20, everybody started at zero at some point. And so if we all had the mindset, what's well, just not worth it, then you might as well not even be in business because we all start, everything in our business starts small. And like if we give it love and attention and nurture and consistency, it will grow. And so I always treat everything in my business as if I'm speaking to millions of people. So um, when I, I, it's the same, I, when I did email marketing, I remember for such a long time, I had about 40 people on my list that I used to send out and I used to just imagine it was going out to thousands of people because I showed up every week and I sent it. And it's the same with a Facebook group. If you show up and give value, you can very quickly ask your audience to help you grow your group. So you can say to them, I'm, I can, you know, this is so important to me and I really feel like I've got lots to share with the world. If you have a friend or a colleague that you think would get value, get them to bring them in. So you don't have to do it on your own because if you're giving value to two people, they'd be like, this is great. More people should be here. They're missing out. So they're going to help you with your marketing. So if you don't give value because you think it's not worth it, then you might as well give up from the start. Yeah, it's 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 all mindset because we've all started our business with nothing and built it up and Facebook groups are no different. But you need to make, I think you need to make a decision. If you're going to do a Facebook group, you do a Facebook group. You show yes. up, you engage, you do it. You don't do it half-assed because you've then got a group that's sitting there with nothing in it and, of course, engagement. And if you then show up two months later with another post, you know, it's, it's that consistency. You have to, yeah that we keep banging on about when it comes to Instagram <laughs> and Facebook, it's exactly the same in your groups because you can't build a community if you don't show up. Uh, absolutely agree. And look, I, I talk about consistent. I, I have it written everywhere like consistency is the secret source. I always say that's the secret source to social media, but honestly, it's probably the secret source to life and running a business and all of those things is consistency. There's no, there's no magic formula. It's just like keep doing your thing and you will grow your audience. Yeah, because what's that old saying? Your, your vibe attracts your tribe. Yeah. So, you know, that old saying is still true. If you Absolutely. It's the vibe and mm. you're going to attract people that are part of that vibe and then they'll yes. want to come in. But if you get down on yourself, then um, we've all done it. So not saying, <laughs> you know, everyone's freaking perfect, but, the, you know, if you just get back up and do it again, you know, Absolutely. you can hope for and, um, and test and tweak you would know that from digital marketing like I do it's all about the testing it's all about the tweaking and it's all about the research no one is perfect and no offer is perfect it all comes from the tweaking don't you think oh 100% um I'm I'm, I'm a very much a non-perfectionist so I don't suffer with any of that I don't believe there is perfection anyway I don't think it's a real thing because what I think is perfect you may not so it's a very subjective measure so I'm, I'm always my motto is progress over perfection and in marketing like you said Nicola that is all about trying something out seeing how it went and there's no mistakes there's lessons 
And every time you're like, oh, that didn't land. Um, and I, honestly, I, and I know you will have had the same experience. We've all created things in our business and you're like, oh, this is genius. Like <laughs> I created years ago what I thought was going to be so good. It was an annual content planner and it had like all of the days of the year just in a, like a document people could use. It took me days and I sold it for like $19. I thought oh, thousands of people, are, I sold like three. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've been there. I did a did a little mini course because mini courses were the rage and and um i priced it really well on what you know i'd seen others do and and i thought this i'm you know oh 30k at least it's going to be <laughs> the best launch for me ever and i think i sold three and then i was <laughs> like right okay we might need to get off our high horse and stuff <laughs> some real research on what's needed out there so yeah we've all done it but i'm still here you're still here we're still yeah. showing up and we've still found our people and we'll yes. continue to find our people as we go you know we'll just tweak what that looks like and um like i say to people like if you sometimes you pivot and you have to pivot and flow in business when things change so you know that might need you know you i've known people that have had to shut down facebook groups because they have pivoted away to where it's not working for them or it's mm -hmm. not energetics are not right and they've yep. gone a different avenue. I've told people that is okay. There is no point having a group where you're not energetically aligned to it anymore because they agree drag you down and those people in there. You be kind to those people, you offer them value and you provide um, you know, other ways for them and be honest. Because I think if you just ghost and disappear or do, you know, or just don't show up anymore, it's just not worth it. So be honest, I think, with yourself mm -hmm. as well when it comes to groups. If it's not your vibe and you're not that way inclined, it's probably not for you. But if Definitely. you want to nurture a community, it is a fantastic way to um, to do just that. Absolutely. And I, I, like, I, like you say, I love my group and I, it's probably one of my favorite places to go in, hang out, chat with people. Um, but that's because I enjoy it and I created a space that I wanted to enjoy. So I've created what I wanted. And I just found the people that wanted that too. That's the truth of it. And I think that, you know, there's so much to be said in business of doing things that you genuinely enjoy because that energy comes through. Like you, if you shop, you're like, this is great. I love it. And um, I, I run free classes in my group. And the reason I do that has, there are so many benefits to that. And people say to me, why do you do that? And I'm like, well, oh, I can tell you about 20 reasons. But first of all, I love it because it means everyone in my group, regardless of how much money they have, can access some of my expertise, okay? And I think that that's so important when you're building a community, okay? It, you know, I, I, it's really miserable if people kind of feel like, oh, she's just in there selling all the time and I can't access anything and I'm, there's no value for me. So, you know, to me, free things that you give people make them feel special and part of your audience. But from my perspective, when I go to sell, I know that people who have attended my free classes have had a taste of Sarah and they're like, I like her or I don't, that's cool too. Um, and I like how she teaches and I like how she delivers things. And so if I buy this course, I know that I'm going to enjoy it. And that's, it's actually a try before you buy. <laughs> and I think we really get sold a lot of the idea that you should sell everything in your business. And if we don't give people great value, they won't buy from us. Yeah, it's that whole thing of, wow, if this is the free stuff she's giving, imagine what 
value and um, attentiveness I'll get in a paid version. And I Absolutely. think that if you have that mindset of not, you know how people have the mindset sometimes of I'm giving away all of my my expertise, mm. my, my um, info, I don't want to give it away to other people. And it's yeah. like, well, no, you're, you're showing up as you and showing them what it's like to work with you. And it's the same with this podcast. I mean, doing a podcast is hard work. It takes a lot of work and time and effort and promotion and planning and all that stuff. But the byproduct is there's something out there for someone to get yes. a sense of what we're about, to get a sense of how we communicate, and also knowing that we provide free value. And I think that that is just the platforms. You do the platforms that light you up. Whatever yes. those platforms are, concentrate on those. You know, if it is a podcast, do a podcast. If it's a group, mm. do a group. However you show up, people are different. And mm. um but I know personally, I get a lot of value out of groups, not my own. Um, yes. Because groups at the moment are not where I'm at, but I mm -hmm. love the groups I'm in. Yes. And so, I, I didn't have a Facebook group for a long time because I knew I didn't have the energy to commit to it. And so I was like, if I do this, I'm going to do it really poorly. And that's not putting my best business foot forward. So I kind of, I think I've had my group for about five years, um, which is probably when I kind of moved into that training coaching rather than social media management. And I only did it when I knew that I could commit to it. Because if you don't, then people are like, well, she's a bit average. I'm definitely not buying from her. <laughs> Or what I've done is I've done the like we talked about before the pop up pop group. up, and if I'm launching a course, if I'm doing a free training, a pop up group will come with that. When I have the energy invested in that exact program and platform, then that's fine. And you can, and, it's a nice burst of energy too. Like it's yeah. just like I'm in and out. <laughs> yeah, and that's where you do show up in there, and you do provide the value within the group, and you do, you know, and it, it is something where they get, oh wow, that's I get a little access to her for that amount of time, and mm. I can see it. And the same with the freebies you do, or um, like I just had a video series that launched, you know, providing snippets of you around the place so that they can really get a sense. Because otherwise, I mean, you know, how are you, how are you supposed to build trust? I mean, you know, you can't just be constantly selling because nobody really wants any of that in their in their feed uh they just want to know that somebody understands them and that they get them and groups provide that yeah um, so what do you think last um few points on groups from your experience in running one and mm -hmm. also in digital marketing in general what would you yep. be as last points for people listening um, I think, uh, and I, Nicola, I know that you definitely covered this is don't, don't create a group because you feel like you should do it. Okay. Be really committed to giving your energy and your effort and your love to that space because it will come through and your audience will love it. So if you're not ready, I absolutely agree with you when you said be an active member in other groups. And I did this for a very long time and I'm still very active in other groups. And if you want to just do that, it's okay. You don't have to have a group. Okay. And I think sometimes you're like, well, no, I should tick that box you know and I'm not a fan of that at all because if you don't you're just going to give it lip service so if you're not ready for it start really being active in other people's groups showing up giving value showing your expertise because that's going to give you that confidence like oh, actually I could do this and I always believe you should do what feels right and to me if then you if you do that for a few months you're like actually this is where I want to go I'm going to start a group and just know that it will take a little bit of while I reckon about a thousand members is your critical mass where you start to get other members contributing like someone will put a question and then someone else answers it for you and like oh I didn't even get a chance to pop on that because it's really engaged so know that it would take that time and energy but everything in marketing takes time so um, I always say give it three to six months and be really committed to that process but I um, my comment would be I 
find my Facebook group very fruitful in terms of being a business tool, but I absolutely love it as well. And I give it lots of love and attention. So keep that in mind. That's definitely something that you can do. You just have to decide and commit to it. Yeah, exactly. I think that that, yeah, I think that that is the main key. Don't do it if you're not aligned and make Mm. sure that you are actually going to give it everything you've got, because that is Mm. the only way that I believe a group will work. And I 100% love that. Show up, show up in other groups you love if you want to have that group environment and dynamic and then show your expertise to those members in there who might be asking questions that you can help with and show up as an active member. I think that that's wonderful because then you will understand the power of groups and know that you might be able to do one and have your uh, energy into it when you realise the comeback and value you can see. And um, I think that's so important. Um, Brilliant. Okay. Now, I want you to find your Facebook group and get so they can become a member. And um, also, um, how can they work with you in the digital marketing space? Thank you. Awesome. So my group is called The Social Circus with Sarah. So you can just pop that into the Facebook Google search and come up. Um, if you go to my Facebook page, Online Social Butterfly, you can get to my group through that as well. If people want to connect with me, my favourite places to hang out are Facebook and Insta and I'm Online Social Butterfly everywhere online. Um, come and check out my website if you want to do that as well. Uh, I have lots of courses. Um, I have one-on-one coaching. All the deets are on my website. But if I'm really honest, come and join my group. See if you like me. Try me on for size um and you know see if i'm the right person for you because i do believe in fits especially when people are coaching you yeah absolutely because not everyone is for everyone and we know that um so, <laughs> uh, that's why i think groups um podcasts um free trainings do all those first do your research yes. find one that suits you your vibe as they say and um and then you'll obviously get more value for your money that way and I enjoy. Thank you so much. Oh my gosh, my pleasure. It's it's so exciting um, to speak with someone when, like, honestly, I feel like we're a bit singing from the same hymn sheet. We're both like, <laughs> we're both marketing like, people. <laughs> again, because you know, I think this is something I haven't been able to talk about yet in in, in podcast uh, episodes because we've done Facebook ads and lots of other things. But this is something I'm really passionate about getting people to understand more about. So to know from someone who has a successful group and knows digital marketing is just a fantastic resource to mine and find your brain. (laughs) So thank you. I really appreciate it. And please go and um, check out Sarah's group because I think um, this day and age, any support we can get is uh, really valuable because business is hard, especially now. So try and make sure that you're getting the support you need is uh, my recommendation for anyone in small business, especially startup stage, which is the businesses I work with. Make sure that you're getting that support from the beginning and then it makes the uh, scaling and growing uh, just that little less overwhelming (laughs) which i usually find if people get to five years in business and they haven't done a lot of that stuff it's really overwhelming so i don't want that for anyone i appreciate you being on the podcast go check sarah out and thank you very much thanks nicola it's been delightful see ya bye-bye awesome thank you